You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Got the College World Series on. Fortunately, NC State was allowed to play a short wow. roster, but they're taking Crazy. on Vanderbilt today. And, of course, for you and I, Jason, and for Oriel fans, we're – got one eye on what's going oh, on there because yeah. possibilities endless Orioles with the fifth pick in the upcoming draft and joining us now Brad Selick he's the supervisor of domestic scouting for the Orioles and Brad good afternoon thank you so much for joining us I, I would ex- uh, suspect this year it's a little easier than last because there is a it's not normal but some normalcy <laughs> hey Ken hey Jason thanks for having me yeah you're you're absolutely right. And, you know, last year was very difficult for a lot of people, you know, ourselves included. We kind of had everything turned upside down. And so far we've been fortunate to, you know, have a full season here, have a full college season, high school season, a lot of states. So it will be easier in terms of, a, you know, an evaluation process, much more easier than last year. And, and there's definitely some of these these prospects uh, and possibilities we want to we want to chat with you about. But before we did, I just wanted to go back to, to last year for a second, Um and the the whole process, and we've we've talked to um, Matt Blood about this a little bit in the past, but the whole process of recruiting players once the draft was over, and, and you guys, a lot of the undrafted kids have had immediate success in the low minors. J.D. Mundy is the one who first caught my eye, and now he's destroying everything in high A. But like a kid like him, how competitive was it, and and what went into that process of wooing them and and PowerPoint presentations and the like? Yeah, Jason, it was a very competitive process. You essentially had other 29 clubs fighting over the same group of players. And what we did is, I think it's one thing we take pride on in terms of the domestic sky department is how well prepared we are for the draft and also for this situation that occurred because of the shortened draft. So we went ahead and had a battle plan kind of mapped out a few weeks before this process unfolded, got with our player development department, highlighted the guys that we really, really wanted to put in black and orange, and ultimately, it was a great success. We targeted these guys right after the quiet period ended. They jumped on, heard from Matt, heard from our coaches, heard what the player development system was all about. And we ultimately got a lot of the guys that we targeted, and we're really happy with how they performed this far. And, Brad, just to recap for people who don't remember, you could only offer these kids, what, ten grand, correct? Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everybody's on the level playing field. It's not like one team could offer more than another. So, I, I guess for some, maybe every player was different. For some, it's opportunity. For some, it's it's location. But you, everybody had the same amount of money to offer each player. That's correct. Yep. And as you mentioned, you know, one of the things that we try to sell to a lot of these guys, especially those that are local in the Mid Atlantic, is the proximity to home, and also the fact that a lot of our affiliates are well within the shadow and the confines of Camden Yards. And that's something that we think really sets us apart as far as location is concerned. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, Kenny and I 
don't know uh, amateur baseball like we know some some other things, uh, but we certainly read the Baseball mm-hmm. Americas and the MLB pipelines and and this this inflection point in the draft at five. Um, it, it, you guys have drafted a lot of shortstops, not all of them to remain shortstops potentially, uh, but shortstop seems like a hot spot around five. You guys have drafted a lot of catchers, not just Adley Rutschman, but you know Maverick Hanley, the, what the Biello kid, the international kid you guys signed th- this year as a catcher. I don't know whether he stays there or not. People are talking about Henry Davis from Louisville. I- I'm guessing those are, are some of the things you guys are kind of sorting through. Absolutely. It's as you mentioned, there's a lot of very talented high school prep high school shortstops this year. There's also a couple of college hitters, like you mentioned, the aforementioned Henry Davis, and there's also some very intriguing college pitching prospects and a couple of high school arms that we're also keeping tabs on. So at this juncture, we've done a lot of research, had a lot of time to evaluate these guys, are kind of dotting our I's, crossing our T's, and you know, finalizing the information gathering stages, and we'll be ready to kind of have in-depth discussions in the next couple of weeks here when we all meet in Baltimore. We're talking to Brad Selick. He's the supervisor of domestic scouting for the Baltimore Orioles. It's Inside Access. Jason Locken for Ken Wyman. Uh, Brad, for the lay fan, uh, because the baseball draft is probably not as as no the players aren't as known as football or basketball. I'd say the lay fan just knows Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, and they assume that those two kids will be drafted before five. I what what do you say to the fan who who says, well, you, you, well, we're bad, but, but last year, but we're not as bad enough to get those two kids, and all hope is lost because those are the only two kids that matter. Yeah, at this stage, you know, it, um, it's, it's very interesting how everything's kind of played out at this point. There doesn't seem to be a consensus number one overall guy. I think there could be a lot of potential surprises on the first night of the draft, and we're doing our best to kind of keep an open mind and explore all potential options. But as mentioned before, you have the two Vanderbilt arms. You also have a group of high school shortstops that have played very well this spring, and there's been a lot of chatter about those guys going within the top ten overall picks as well. So. There's a good group. However, in comparison to years past, there's not really a truly number one consensus overall selection like an Adley Rushman, for instance. Well, I'm intrigued by by the shortstops. And without naming names or doing anything that would tip hands, you hear Mayer, you hear Lawler, you hear House really at the, maybe a few, maybe in the top three more a few weeks ago than what people are projecting now. But regardless of, of that group of, of upper end um high school prep shortstops do you feel like they're tiered or is it sort of like there's there's one who is maybe more can't miss and then a bunch of other guys clustered together yeah jason that's that's a great question i think it really depends ultimately it's in the eye of the beholder you talk around the game you might get some opinions on whether you know one club prefers one over the other or just individual scouts so there is potentially there's just a lot of not a whole lot of consensus Mm -hmm. and i think it will be interesting to see ultimately what those four clubs do ahead of us and then we have a decision obviously to make and weigh a lot of factors before we make our selection I, i'm not i don't remember how, how many did how many rounds is this year's draft is it 20 now it, i think it, yeah correct it was cut down to 20 rounds mm-hmm. yeah well which is better than than the five rounds last year which especially in a team in a rebuild brad that, that had to be a little frustrating that you didn't have a, a larger sample of a larger amount of picks you know, it, it was frustrating. However, with how things kind of unfolded last year and how things shut down, we were just fortunate and, and grateful to have the opportunity, you know, to, to select six players in the draft. And like you guys mentioned previously, the start of our conversation, 
we also had those guys targeted that we signed as undrafted free agents to kind of hopefully make up for the loss of not having those rounds. But it is great to have 24 rounds this year, and we're looking forward to finishing our process and then selecting those guys here shortly. Brad, obviously you don't want to tell us who you're picking, but do us a favor. Wink once for pitcher, twice for shortstop, and three times for catcher. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have a Zoom link going here. That that would have actually been informative, Kenny, if we had the right technology going. You know what? I'll I'll just do all three because we're still still going over some things, still discussing. So I'll go ahead and do all three for you guys. No Zoom link needed. Hey, Brad, before we let you go, one last question. It's not a sports question, but it's a question we ask every guest that joins the show. It actually settles a debate between Jason and I. Simply, are you a bar soap or body wash person? Oh, man. That might, that's the toughest question I think of the call. I'm going to go body wash. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Yes. I, I knew it. I knew it. Smart guy. He's, you're he's you're in the lead, Brad. Yeah, so you're, yeah, yeah. you've are you got the numbers on your side. Locking four is a dinosaur. He, he's still I using am. a bar of soap. Uh, Brad Salick, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Uh, continued success uh, in with the draft, and we look forward to seeing what transpires. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on. Have a good weekend. You, you do the same. Thank you. Inside Access, Jason Lock and Four, Ken Wyman. It's the game show sweeping the nation with the world's greatest game show host. It's Bounce Back Fallback with Cordell Woodland next year on The Fan. All right, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.